Hello again, everyone. I'm Matt Laughlin. Welcome to Pirates Talk, presented by Jag One Physical Therapy. Thank you so very much for your company. The Seton Hall women's basketball team is off to a 9-4 start as we record today's show. They're 1-1 one one in the Big East as they prepare to play Villanova at Walsh on Wednesday. Tony Bazella is in his 11th season as head coach of the Pirates and recently won his 500th game, including stops at Southampton, where his career began, LIU Brooklyn, and Iona, which preceded his run at the Hall, where he's on the verge of winning his 200th game. Seton Hall finished 19-15 last season, advancing to the second round of the WNIT. This year's team has a few notable returnees, including Azana Baines, Kay Satterfield, Shaylin Hagens, and Amari Wright, but Coach Bazella used the transfer portal to reshape the look of his team, given the departures of Lauren Park Lane, one of Seton Hall's all-time greats, the outstanding Sydney Cooks, and Maya Bembry. The results so far have been outstanding. He talks about that, his outlook for the rest of the season, the fight for an NCAA tournament bid, and more after this message from Jag One Physical Therapy. A proud sponsor of Seton Hall Athletics, Jag One Physical Therapy gets you back to the life you love. Voted the number one physical therapy company based on first-class patient care and outcomes, Jag One Physical Therapy is invested in your full recovery. Your preferred in-network rehabilitation provider, Jag One Physical Therapy, has convenient locations throughout New York, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania. For more information and to find a location near you, visit www.jagonept.com. Tony, thanks very much for joining me. It's always a pleasure to have you as a guest. You've got an outstanding program, another good year, and I always enjoy your insights. Happy holidays to you. How are things? Happy holidays, Matt. I love the, the opportunity that you give me on your fantastic show to talk about our wonderful team. And no, things are good. You know, uh, my, uh, as we were speaking off the air, my daughter got married in August. It was a, just a wonderful, wonderful celebration. Um, my son came home from, he works for um, Lucas Films. He was able to come home for about 10 days. So we spent some time with him. He came home from LA and my wife and I and dog are, you know, trying <laughs> to figure it out. The three of us in the house alone. So. <laughs> it sounds like it's delightful, even though I can speak from the same point of view you do miss the children being around but they've yes. got their own lives and then you just kind of settle into this nice world with the woman you married that you know years ago you didn't know whether you'd have kids or how many you'd have so uh it's a nice it's a nice world for sure it, so it, it is so what's the world like at, at seton hall as we record this i mentioned in our open that uh you are nine and four one and one in the conference we're recording this the day before the villanova game at walsh so tell me what what the story has been to date this really has been an enjoyable team to coach you know obviously we lost some tremendous talent sydney cooks graduated uh, maya bembry and lauren park lane both graduated and both took their grad um uh year um, at different schools, Maya, to go to Georgetown um, for a major that we did not have, and Lauren to go to Mississippi State to, um, you know, she wanted just a different experience. She'd been on the East Coast her whole life. You know, both very amicable, um, both great kids, great players. We lost, you know, three three really good players and and, and, and starters, and you know, I I, I I thought we would be still good. I, I didn't know we would be as good as we are, but you know, Amari Wright has, has really developed into an outstanding point guard playing behind Lauren all these years. Now it's her turn and she's done great. Um, we brought in a kid named Micah Gray who's turned out to be an outstanding player. 
And Azana Baines has continued to flourish after playing in the USA three-on-three team and really established herself as one of the better players in the Big East. And Kay Satterfield, you know, has really, you know, come on and um, played on the uh, Puerto Rican national five-on-five and three-on-three teams as well this summer and has really improved. So, you know, that we've added some depth and uh, we have a, a, a really good, solid team. You know, we... We, you know, we we, we we hit a little, um, you know, speed bump on against Providence. We just did not shoot the ball well, come back from break. But, you know, I give Providence credit. They played really good. And, um, you know, they, they edged us at the end of the game. But, you know, it's a long season. It's a very equal Big East league. And um, if we play well, we have a chance to win. So that's all I can ask for. I'm going to jump into some of the players in a moment and, and look at that Big East conference as, as you know, People view it maybe as one team, and yes, UConn is dominant, but the depth is incredible. So going back, though, to what you mentioned, the players who left for all good reasons, graduated, that's what you're there for, to get a degree, and and then Maya goes for a major that Seton Hall doesn't offer, and Lauren wants another opportunity. But are we in, in this era, I'm wondering what your experience is with, with the transfer portal. Do you find that almost regardless, maybe even if you had that major to offer Maya, she just, it's just, they want to try something different after four or maybe five years at a school. Is that something that you have to deal with as a coach? Yeah, a lot. And, you know, it was funny, um, you know, when, when, when the Georgetown coach on coach Butts and uh, she ended up passing away, called me, um, and said, listen, you know, you have a kid, Maya Bembry that, you know, you know, is, is interested, you know, what do you think? I said, you need to take her. She's like, well, why would you say that? You know, she's leaving you. I said, you don't understand. Maya put in three great years at Seton Hall. She had uh, the most, one of the most iconic shots in Seton Hall history. She's a great kid. I love her. I love her parents. We're very close, but you know, we don't have her major and she wants to live in Washington, DC. She wants to try something new. She's like, are you telling me the truth? I said, 100%. And I'll never forget, she took her, and and, and and I'll never forget, Maya's parents called me and goes, you know, Coach Butt said a reason that she ended up taking Maya was because you spoke so highly of her. I'm, and I'm like, well, why wouldn't I? It's like, well, you know, you're going to play against her. I'm like, and I won't enjoy that, but I'm going to enjoy every other time. And and Matt, we played Georgetown. The game ended. We won a, a close game. And, you know, Matt, Maya came and found me in the locker room after the game, and we spent 20 minutes talking because that's a relationship. I don't, I don't love it. I had to adapt to it, but that's the, the where we're at. I, I do like, I think it would be different if Maya and Lauren did not get their degree, then I would be probably a little more upset because we are in the business of getting them a degree. And as an alum, as you know, a senior degree is very important to us, but both of them achieved their degree. So like, you know, they did their part too. I get upset when they don't achieve their degree. Like that, you know, you know, our Seton Hall degree is worth a lot. Oh, it absolutely is. No question. And that's what you're there for, even though we sometimes lose sight of that in college athletics. But the reality is, you know, you, you are getting a free education. And I understand all the side issues, but you're getting a free education. Yeah. So let, let, let's let's get that piece of paper up on the wall and move on to a career. Well, you didn't just defeat Georgetown. You were down 21 and beat them. What what was the spark of that rally? Yeah, I, I, I give, you know, we were down 21 to 2. We just kept, kept missing, and um, we just stayed the course. I'll never forget at the end of the first quarter, I, I, I turned to Amari and go, guys, we just got to win the next three quarters. If we win the next three quarters, we're going to have a chance. We're not playing bad. We're missing, and they're playing unbelievable. And I give Amari credit, Azana, you know, um, and that group, McKenna White came off the bench and really gave us some 
a great spark um, along with Brazil Harvey Carr. You know, they just believed in what we were doing and they believed in each other. And that's one thing about this team. This is the best team we've had in a while. And, and that's not a knock on the other kids. It's a knock. It's a compliment to how close these guys are and how, you know, they know where are some of their entire parts, not just individuals. And they stayed the course. And, you know, we had a, you know, a great comeback, but we were able to, you know, play really good defense and hit shots. Unlike, you know, the other day where we played really good defense, we just kept missing. Well, defense is something that you focused on in the off season about getting a lot tougher, uh, rebounding, playing harder and, and the transfer portal and, you know, imparting that message on the returnees has paid off. But before we get there, go, go back to Azana Baines playing, and, and you also mentioned Kay Satterfield playing three-on-three. Three. I know it's a big part of their development. I know what it is. It's a three-on-three three international tournament. But how did this come about? Because it's it's somewhat new to me. I, I, I was kind of surprised reading about it this summer and following uh, your two players. Yeah, me too, to be honest with you. Um, so two years ago, they had a small group of USA teams play a three-on-three -three tournament. And I was like, why can't we get invited? Why can't we get it? So I, I, I put, you know, a continued pressure on USA basketball to continue to look at us and then, you know, consider us because we would love to do it. And fortunately, we had a very good year again last year. And, you know, we won 19 games and, you know, and, 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 and you know, and lost six in the last minute. So we had a, you know, a good team. And, you know, they decided, you know, when they were picking the teams this year to give us an opportunity and invited us. So I was so excited and um, our girls were. So we went with Azana and Kay and Amari and Shea Hagans and we played fantastic. We beat Duke. We beat uh, Middle Tennessee State. We beat Indiana in the first, all in the first round, won our pool, get Creighton in the playoff game, um, lose by one right at the end. Um, how ironic. Um, but, you know, and Creighton ended up winning the whole thing. And I just saw such a development in the players. You know what's great? Three and three, you coach your own, you coach yourself during the games. We don't coach. I sat there and I watched. The games last 12 minutes. It's fantastic. You know, we spent the rest of the day touring Colorado, spending time together, eating, doing things together. Um, the girls really developed a great bond, those four. Um, and we just, we just got better. And then, you know, Azana playing so well in that USA part, um, was was noticed by uh, Coach Rosati, who runs all of USA Basketball and, and some of the other people, and invited to be on the USA 3-3 three three team. And she played all over the world, which was amazing. She played in countries I'd never heard of. <laughs> um, and then uh, uh, the Puerto Rican team saw um, Kay played, and they contacted us. And they said, listen, we kind of need her all summer. Is that going to be a problem? I'm like, if Kay's okay with it, we're okay with it. And Kay spent probably two and a half months touring the United States playing on both their three on three and five on five teams. And Matt, the development the, 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 of these kids is just getting older, playing all summer, playing with other people, playing against women from other countries was amazing. And it's really come back. And those two have really raised their level of their game a lot. Well, Azana was uh, named a preseason honorable mention uh, Big East, I know you felt that she deserved merit uh, to be a little higher there. But what what did you see last year? Because she really did come on late. She had a terrific last, oh, I don't know, 10 games or so uh, of the season. Was that, when you saw that, you said, okay, when she comes back, she's going to rock it to the next level? Well, what I love about being on, the, on your podcast is you do your homework and, and everything, and you're very accurate. Her last 10 games, she averaged 17 points and eight rebounds. But it started in the 40 days before. Azana played really well, broke her foot, 
never really bounced back. She wasn't playing much. We weren't happy and she wasn't happy. So after our, our Marquette loss, we had a meeting and I said, listen, you're not happy. She's like, well, Coach V, I'm not. I said, no, you're not happy. It's okay. So you came here to develop your game and be a, a big time player and you're not. You're barely playing and you're not happy, but I'm not either. So how about we do this? For the next 40 days, you, practice, you, you do a workout every single day with my staff. I will be there. My staff will be there. And I understand you're allowed a day off under NCAA rules. You want to take it fine. But if you promise me you'll give me 40 straight days, I'll give you uh, – um, I'll tell you two th things will happen. One, you're going to become the player that we all believe in, in you you to be. Or two, we'll hug at the end of the year. You'll transfer after you graduated, and we'll just move on. She goes, Coach B, I'll give you everything I got. Two days in, she plays six minutes against Georgetown. I'm like, let's see if she comes the next day. Not only did she come, she called and made sure we were going. She worked 40 straight days. At the end of those 40 straight days, she developed into the player she is now. And I give her a lot of credit. Not too many kids I know would do that. Her work ethic is second to none. It really is. And she now leads the team in scoring. Uh, you did go into the transfer portal. That's a part of college athletics. There's nothing wrong with that. But you were specifically looking for what? And who did you pull out that helped you get that what? Has helped you get that what? You know, as you know, and we've talked about this on your show, you know, we've used this portal since my first or second year here. There wasn't a portal. We just had connections. My former associate head coach, Lauren DeFalco, was, was outstanding at it. And we, you know, we were the first ones to bring in like grad transfers. We brought Deja Simmons in, which was, you know, one of the all time great transfers ever here. Um, great kid, great player. And then Shakina Richardson right behind her. So, you know, who's currently my assistant. Um, we, we do a good job of identifying what our needs are and bringing those kids in and also allowing them to play. Sometimes it works out in terms of better statistics. Sometimes it doesn't. But all these kids have brought something different. Like Asia Davis, is, her numbers aren't what they were last year at Northern, um, uh, not Northern Illinois, um, at, 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 yeah, Northern Illinois. But, you know, she's, she's played better. She's battled some injuries, but she's going to come on and have a great 19 last, 18 last regular season games. I know it. Um, when we brought in Micah Gray, we saw she could score. She was on a bad team. When we talked to her, what did she want? Just to score? No, she wanted to be a complete player. And she's been amazingly fantastic. You know, a kid like Brazil Harvey Carr, I knew from Manhattan. She's battled injuries, but she shoots the ball really well. Ayanna Lopes gives us some defensive presence inside. You know, McKenna White, physical, tough kid from Pitt. Shannon Mulray, smart, intelligent player out of Cornell. We, they, they all brought something different. And, and I knew, you know, we needed to really build our depth because we weren't going to have the Lauren Park Lane, Sydney Cook superstar type thing. And while Azana is you know, a tremendous player. She doesn't play with that type of, you know, scoring and, and not even scoring, shot, shooting. So, you know, we needed some other kids and these kids have all filled a great role. Um, like I said, it, it's why we've been able to be as successful as we've been. Uh, the points per game way down. And I know you haven't really hit conference play yet. I mean, you do have the two games under your belt, the win over G-Town and the loss to Providence, but now it really kicks in. So the numbers may go up a little bit, but they're pretty stark. I mean, last year, overall, you allowed just a little over 69 points. Now you're at 53. How does that help what you hope to do the rest of the way? What's that all about? Well, it starts with Amari Wright. Like, Amari Wright is, 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 you know, a tremendous defensive guard. And, you know, you could say, well, why? You worked with her? No, she played against Lauren Park Lane for three years. So she's like, I better get better. Otherwise, I'm going to get torched every day in practice. And Lauren pushed her. 
and that's why Lauren's a great player. And Amari got better defensively. So she was like, geez, I can guard Lauren Park Lane. I can guard anyone in the country. And she's right. She can. And Azana Baines has, has made it a, a focal point of our team. Listen, guys, you know, we need to defend. And when your best player does that, things come a long way. Asia Davis has been a tremendous rebounder inside along with McKenna White. I mean, as a group, they're averaging, you know, 11 points and, 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 and almost 11, 10 rebounds a game combined in, you know, in, in the, in the 20, in the 35 minutes they play. They just, it's, we're just more physical, Matt. When we're, we're tougher, we're grittier. And, and I think, you know, we, we believe that defense is our calling card and in the past, and that's not the kid's fault. Offense was our calling card. And that, mm-hmm. that, that that's on me. And I said, listen, we're going to have to make some changes here for us to be successful again. And the kids bought into it, starting with um, Azana and then going to Amari right on down to everybody else. So why might that make you more successful in the Big East this year? You know, I, I just think, you know, the games are so competitive and so close. And I think, yeah, you know, the other teams, you know, play really good defense too. Like if we're not going to join them in, in playing really good defense and just try and outscore them, and not have as many offensive weapons, that's going to be a problem. We This team does the best job of any of my teams of understanding the scout, assimilating the scout, um, and, and really playing team defense. You know, yes, we have great individual defenders. Amari's amazing. But team defensively, we do a good job. We've, we take a ton of charges. In fact, we have now um, a defensive player of the game, big chain. You know how, like, those guys hit home runs mm-hmm. and they used to put a hat on? So we got a big chain that says Seton Hall. So the girls really strive to win that, you know, you know, we have to win the game and we have to, you know, do some good defensive things. And the girls have really, you know, caught on to that and they really enjoy it. Well, I love that. Uh, the big East it, when, and I said it earlier, people go big East, they go, Oh, UConn. And if you don't really pay attention, you don't realize there are three teams right now in the big East that are in the top 25. And you got some votes, uh, not yeah. two weeks ago, I guess the poll comes two out. Weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. We got votes. Yeah. And and so you're there. um, But what is the conference like this year? Excuse me. Compared to other years, uh, is it better? Is it deeper? Is it all of the above? You know, we we, we lost, as you go down the line, Villanova lost arguably the greatest player in Villanova history and Maddie Seagrass, mm-hmm. you know, um, Marquette lost one of the greatest forwards in Chloe Murata. Um, you know, Connecticut lost AZ Fudd, Dorka, and, um, you know, the, the transfer from Fairfield, um, her, her name, um, her name escapes me, right. Uh, Lou Lopez, Senegal, um, you know, St. John's lost some great players. Um, Georgetown lost a great player. Um, you know, everyone's, we've lost a couple of great players. Creighton was the only team that really didn't lose a, a great player, but, what what we have at DePaul lost obviously there there are a couple of their great players to to the portal. Um, basically, what we what we have is we don't have uh, you know UConn's is still very good, but they lost a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a lot of really solid teams. I would tell you UConn is still a cut above. Um, the, you know they are, but uh, and Marquette and Creighton are slightly above, but you know they're they're very vulnerable. Um, and then you go all the way down through 10. Any of those teams could be any of the teams. Xavier's struggling and she's rebuilding, but they're also getting better um, with this new um, transfer rule where kids can get eligible. They got their best player eligible now. So they're going to be much more competitive as we go along the rest of the season. Um, it's just deeper. Two, you know, two through, you know, 
10, and I don't want to exclude Xavier, but they're they're not there today. Um, but like I said, with the new player, they're going to get better, and obviously with coach, uh, new coach, they're getting better as well. Um, I, I just think it's just deeper and it's tougher, and and, and because there's no easy game, every game's going to be tough, physical, close game, and you know we we work every day, Matt, five, ten, fifteen minutes on end of the game situations, not just end of the game offensive situations, end of the game defensive situations. So we know every game's going to be close. I mean, I look at our four losses: barely lost to Providence, um, you know, uh, barely lost in, lost in double overtime to Princeton, lost by ten to USA, who was number five in the country, and the Columbia game was a five-point game until the last play of the game when they got six free throws. Um, you know, so it's 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 every game is close. We've got to be better. And last year we lost a lot of close games, and this year we're you know we're, we know we're going to be in a ton of them, so we better play better. And that begins uh, tomorrow against Villanova. Last few, and, and I'll let you go. And and that is uh, ESPN has Seton Hall uh, on the bubble right now. And I'm laughing as I ask this question because before we started our, our, our interview, I said, you know, whatever happened to just enjoying the ride? And then when you get to the end of the season, you, you, you know, you worry about it. It seems like we're so focused anymore in the society, the sports fans on championships, championships, championships. And you realize there's a, there's a journey to get there. And if it's a fun journey, doesn't that make it a great year? Isn't that worth, what we're there for to, to be entertained, et cetera. But I'm going to jump <laughs> to the end a little bit here. Um, so that's a great position to be in, to be considered because it's been a few years since you've been to the NCAA. What's it going to take to kind of get off the bubble? And how do you address that with your team when they're thinking, where are we big picture, but you got to worry about the small picture, which is your next opponent. I'm so happy you brought that up and I'll be quick. Cause I don't, I, I appreciate all the listeners and you, but let me give you a quick story. And, and it's made this year so much more enjoyable. And, 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 and I feel bad for some of our other teams, you know, like, you know, Sydney and Lauren and Andres Spinoza Hunter, like we put so much pressure to make, to win every game and to make the tournament. And if we didn't make the tournament, was it going to be a failure? And, you know, that we went to the WNT finals one year and, you know, that we had so much fun doing it. You know why? Um, we enjoyed the journey. And, and I learned a lot this year from my daughter. My daughter just got married and in August, as, as I previously stated, but the 20 months of her engagement were amazing. She included us all. We all had fun. We all enjoyed it. There was no bridezillas. It was just a great, great experience. So the day of the wedding, you know, Seton, we got she got married here at Seton Hall. It was the culmination of 20 great months of enjoyment. So it wasn't sad. It was like, wow, we had fun for 20 months. You know, it's not just one day. And what I've tried to make sure the girls understand is let's enjoy this journey. Let's have fun together. And, you know, I, you know, listen, we've been, you know, we, we, we've had our few moments here, but for the most part, we've had a really good time since July with this group. They're fun. They're great people. They're, 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 they're funny. Um, we've enjoyed the journey. And I want you to enjoy the journey. It's yes, do you want to make the NCAAs? Is, but is that's not a measurement. Yes, you want to do it, but it's, it shouldn't be just the measurement. We're having a good time. We're enjoying ourselves. Do you know I got zero academic reports on my team this, this semester? Congratulations. Over, thank you. And it's a tribute to the girls. We had a 3.2 GPA. But And we're also 9 and 4 getting votes to be nationally ranked right on the bubble. We have a net of 39. I mean, like, you know, all those things are great. And if we play well, we can get in the NCAA tournament. If we have a hiccup then we play in a different tournament but we're having fun that we're enjoying each other they're really good kids our crowd the other day was amazing we were close to a thousand people on a saturday in december with no students here it was awesome like you know I, i'm enjoying it for the girls and i enjoy it more than i've ever enjoyed it in my life now well, i am so thank 
I'm so thankful to our players and staff for that. Well, all of that is also testament to the hard work that you've put in through your 11 years and the work that your staff has done and the players. We get it. But, you know, it starts at the top and it filters its way down. And so I just want to ask you, lastly, before we wrap things up, is the journey for you. You recently won your 500th career game. You're at 199 at Seton Hall at 200, knock on wood, hopefully come soon, as soon as Wednesday night against Villanova at home. Can you just reflect many more wins still to come i know many more years but just reflect on on your time in the game and your time at seton hall i appreciate that um you know the people at seton hall have been great you know um you know we've had great presidents um you know the, you know gabe esteban uh, mary Meehan, obviously dr nyer and, and even our uh, you know and our and our present you know president president pastorini like they've been great to me They've allowed me to be me. They, 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 we all take pride in being a Seton Hall alum. I would never have this job without Pat Lyons. Pat Lyons is not only my friend, but my mentor. Um, and, and he's been amazing to me. He, 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 he saved my butt numerous times um, from being an idiot. So I, I can never thank him enough. We have great, great board of trustees members, um, Hank D'Alessandro, you know, um, you know, Ed Cerny and, um, you know, uh, Kevin Marino, all, all these people have been great. Um, but, you know, it's been my staff. I really enjoy my staff now. And we brought in Cassandra Calloway, who's just been great, new. I brought back two players in Dee Dee um, Simmons and Shakina Richardson. I have two friends coaching with me, 25-year um, head coaches in Peace and L.A. and Jose Rubimbas. So I've been really blessed. Obviously, my, you know, closest friend and tremendous assistant, Lauren DeFalco, has moved on to an administrative role at Rutgers. But, you know, I've had some Marissa Flagg as one of my former players came in the other day um, to, to watch us as pregnant. It's great to see. But, you know, I've had great staff that are great people. And I'm just really lucky with that. And, um, you know, I, I love being at Seton Hall because, as you know, as an alum, it's the people at Seton Hall. Dr. Joyce Strauser, our dean of the business school, she's as responsible for so many of these wins as anyone because she's just – there she helps us recruit she brings you know she she brings a great personality and perspective and and knowledge of the academics with these with these recruits she's an amazing person and you know i'm, I'm just lucky um we're lucky as alum to, that seton hall is such a great place because it is about the people it really is um you know i reflected on 500 wins and, and i'm proud of it why because i've been in leagues with great coaches i'm in a league now with two of the greatest coaches in the history of women's basketball and doug bruno and gino ariama um, you know, we have, you know, uh, four or five other coaches that have 400 wins from Joe Tardamella and East Dillon, uh, Jim Crowley, who was in this league, to Jim Flannery, who's in this league. You know, we have some great up and coming coaches and in this league as well. I, you know, I just I, I can't believe we won 500 games coaching against these people. And the Mac, I coached against Brian Georges, who won 10 or 11, you know, championships at, at, at 10 out of my 11 years there. He won the championship. Um, you know, I've learned a lot from them. You know, Gino RM has treated me amazing, Matt. Like he is, when I was the head coach at LIU Brooklyn and played them in the NCAAs, he, he's really took me under his wing and been just a great person to me. Not just, and just a great person. And, you know, it, that's what I think back on, on, on all this time. The wins are great. It's just, I, I'm glad I'm enjoying it a lot more. And, and I give Amari and, and Azana a, a lot of credit for that. And, and Shea Hagans, I mean, you know, they're just really good people. They, they just, yeah, they care about me as a person, and that means a lot. Well, Tony, you have meant a lot to the university, and there are many more wins in your future as the head man at the Hall, and we appreciate your time. Good luck, and uh, you know, go Pirates, right? 
Yes, go Pirates. Happy New Year to everyone. Again, um, the honor and the privilege to be on this show by you is fantastic. You're doing another amazing job with the Devils this year. We're going to have all three hockey teams in the playoffs. It'll be really exciting. And um, just come out and watch us play. Um, at Seton Hall. We, we're exciting. And come out and support the men, too. Like Shaw's a great friend of mine. Those are uh, tremendous boys. Uh, they're, they're, they're great people. They come to our games. They're, 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 they're good, really good kids. They really are. And, and they have a lot of talent. And, you know, once they start, you know, getting uh, on a roll, you're going to see uh, two great teams here at Seton Hall for basketball. And that will do it for this edition of Pirates Talk, presented by Jag One Physical Therapy. Thanks to head coach Tony Bazella for graciously sharing his time. The Pirates are in great shape with him at the helm, and with a bit of good fortune and lots of hard work, Pirates will get that first NCAA bid since 2016. But it's the journey that counts, and it appears as if the Hall is in for a glorious ride. So enjoy it, everyone. Thanks to Jag One Physical Therapy for its support of Pirates Talk, and special thanks to Pat Christensen, our audio engineer and the writer and performer of the Pirates Talk theme. His work on the show is invaluable. And thanks to you for your company. It is very much appreciated. Until next time, treat each other kindly. Stay safe, be well, and go Pirates!